Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Blissin' Up. I'm your host, Rachel Lang, intuitive astrologer. Get starstruck with inspiring guests and engaging conversations. Blissin' Up starts now. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Blissin' Up. I'm your host, Rachel Lang, and I am here today on location at the Mississippi House. The Mississippi House is a, uh, is a haunted house, and it has very, very active uh, spirits. And so if you've ever wondered... Um, you know, what, what, what kind of communication we can have on the other side and, and what happens when we pass over uh, and, and cross into that dimension, um, you know, coming to places like this where there's a lot of spirit activity can, can give us some insights into that and can help us to, to, to kind of deepen our sense of wonder and our sense of mystery about life and the afterlife. Um, you might hear little buzzing and beeping noises in the background. Um, this house is part of an investigation, an ongoing investigation about the paranormal. And, and a number of, of investigators have come to this space because the spirits are so cooperative and so active and, and so lovely. Um, and, uh, and, and so we will be talking with the owner of the house, Alice Jackson, and with one of the primary paranormal investigators, John Bullard. And they will be joining us in this episode of the show. As always, in studio, holding down the fort while I'm in Mississippi, we have John Williams. Hi, John. Hi, hon. How are you? I'm good, good, good. Good to Great. be with you. Great. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, you, you know, uh, you know, John, I, so I stayed here last night. Uh-huh. First time, and it's, first, it's my first time visiting this house, too. Okay. And, um, and, it, and it was really, it was interesting. Uh, so we, we did a, 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 a brief investigation, and... And some of the spirits were actually talking through uh, the equipment, through John Bullard's equipment. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they were actually forming words. Um, we asked, he asked questions, not we, he asked questions, uh-huh. and they were answering them. Um, and, and you can see, like, you'll probably notice throughout today's broadcast that there might be moments when the light changes or spirit orbs fly through or lampshades blink off and on. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the kind of stuff that happens here, and and it and it's it, it really it doesn't feel frightening or scary. Uh-huh. It actually feels really loving, um, and it feels like a a, a place. Uh, it feels I feel very welcomed here. Um, so it's really great. That's great. So, I see a lot going on with that painting behind you. Oh, really? Which one? Uh, the one on the fireplace. It looks like. Ah, okay. Yeah. That one with the the trees. Mm-hmm. Ah, and, and as you're saying this, I'm noticing in my in my in my in my camera i'm uh, on the phone i'm noticing that with some some painting that painting uh that has the red hair oh yeah uh-huh i'm noticing some lights flashing off and on there too hmm. so they're, they're someone's proud of their artwork <laughs> i know i know yeah well the artwork has so much energy in it yeah. so um so yeah so we'll, we will talk I, i'm really excited about about this episode because I've, I've i've been speaking with alice uh for 
for a while and 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 communicating with these ghosts and and um and so i feel like we're we're really giving them a chance to shine today nice yeah so but first let's get starstruck all right Starstruck is a segment of the show where we talk about astrologically what's happening this week so that you can make the most of each day. And we start this week uh, with, you know, how appropriate. The moon is moving into Scorpio tomorrow. And so this weekend is full of that intense, passionate, you know, really dynamic Scorpio energy. Um, it starts tomorrow morning at 3.26 a.m. on the Pacific Coast. And, and when the moon's in Scorpio, this highlights our intuitive abilities. And it really gives us the desire to connect with one another. Um, it, it, it fuels our passion. And so we, we have a desire to connect in, in ways that, that, that inspire one another. So talking, collaborating on creative projects. Um, getting together for a romantic date night. These are all things that are especially highlighted this weekend and how perfect that, you know, that, that you know, the Academy Awards and, and uh, you know, some celebrations surrounding that are all going to be taking place this weekend as well with all of that water energy. The, the sun has just moved into Pisces. The moon's going to be in Scorpio. We've got, we've got Neptune and the sun kind of forming a, a, con, a, a conjunction. And so there's a lot of, of, of real watery, emotional, dynamic energy. Um, uh, now one kind of, one kind of warning that I, I, I like to offer when the moon's in Scorpio is that m whenever the moon's in Scorpio, we might feel a sense of stubbornness, a feel, feel a sense of stuckness. And, uh, and this is especially true for our fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Aquarius, and Scorpio. Um, with all of the mute, we have a lot of March, March, I'm, I've been writing March horoscopes. And as we go into March, there's a lot of mutable energy. There's a lot of adjustment to change. There's a lot of unpredictability that's represented. And as we move into this and as we gear up for this and some of these influences that are, that are getting ready to start, we all might be feeling a sense of wanting to keep things the same, wanting to, wanting to maintain order. And you can probably hear all the noises that are happening behind me, John. Can you hear those? Yeah, <clears throat> that the uh, the Millie Falls spiked up to a six point um, I mean, to have that kind of energy, uh, there's something right over there by the couch. It's just alarming. Uh, rarely does that ever spike up, and I see it's at a three point four right now. Uh, so there's 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 heavy energy somewhere. Right around that table, right yeah, there. during the pre-show, we were talking about the couch. We were saying the couch was really lighting up, and uh, right around the lampshade. Yeah, you know what? Let's put Starstruck on hold. Okay. <laughs> let, let, let's follow the noises because All I right. feel like we're here. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and, and we may as well make the most of it. So I tell you what, I will record separately our Starstruck segment and um, and put it on my website. Okay. And uh, and then and then we'll we'll you know we can we can. We can come to that, but I feel like as, as long as we have some activity, we may as well stick with that, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. So, so okay, so now is the time. So I'm going to introduce. Oops. Oh. And they're, they're also, they're, they're wanting to, to drain my battery a little bit, too. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of, there's a lot of activity happening. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause Starstruck, and I'll come back to that. Okay. And, um, and I'd like to introduce Alice Jackson and John Bullard. Um, so if you two would stand up and, and uh, yes, okay, great, great. So Alice, this is your house. And, and, and why don't you tell a little bit about how, how you and I got uh, acquainted and, and how 
how I came to, to, to work with your spirits and how you came to understand that, you're, that there was so much spiritual activity here. Okay. Uh, we built this house in 1990, and we noticed from the beginning that a lot of unusual things were happening. The doorbell would ring and nobody would be there. Uh, the doors would slam, just, you know, just all kinds of things. And so, you know, we just rolled along with that. But uh, about 2009 or 10, we started having lights come on at night, really bizarre lights. Like the, the thing that just made me decide that I was going to have to get investigating was a tunnel of light that just appeared in a pitch black room. The light didn't diffuse or anything. And then I heard uh, knocking and walking outside the door, and I opened my eyes in the middle of the night, and in the flash, it looked like flashlights were shining on uh, things on the floor and so and then the door uh closed and then uh the light went out the lights went out and i thought oh my goodness if the door closed and the lights went out something is still in here you know but those two things made me decide i had to get investigated so uh a local net television station did that john bullard came out uh, he's been uh, he's been here frequently ever since and so he's gotten tons of documented stuff but uh when that started happening my niece gave me a gift for my birthday which was a reading with you and so uh, I just, you know, I, 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 had this, I had just gotten an investigator, and I said, you know, some, we're having some strange things happen at my house. And you said, you've got spirits in your house. You said, you've got ghost spirits in your house. And, and you said the, the, uh, the most dominant spirit is, her name is Lily, and she, her family came from South Carolina. And uh, you said they were a wealthy family. She liked giving tea parties. She liked entertaining. And then, you know, and I asked you, you know, like, what happened? You said she didn't die here, but her dad did. And you said, and, and uh, you said that you got the impression that the spirits probably died from uh, carbon monoxide, smoke inhalation. So I was thinking house fire. Okay, that was four or five years ago, so I never really thought too much about that. But then uh, recently, another paranormal group got interested, and they came out, and they have a really excellent historian. Her name is Tammy Franks, and she's excellent. And so she dug into the history of this land from the time it was uh, bought from the Indians by the government. And so she was telling me about it, and she said, yeah, uh, this was a very wealthy family that, that you know that settled this whole area that you know, the first founder, and she said they were from South Carolina, and my heart just stopped because I remembered you'd said that. And she said they were from South Carolina. They were very wealthy. He had like nine children. They, he gave away uh, a th thousand acres of land to each kid, so they were very wealthy. And uh, the reason that's interesting to me is because uh, John Bullard has some excellent EVPs that he's gotten over the years. And uh, and, I, and I just the ones that I remember that relate to that. One of them says, "I can't breathe." He's got that clearly on his website. I can't breathe. Hot. At the time, we were debating what does that mean, but now it kind of ties together. I can't breathe hot. And one time we heard one, I'm trapped. I don't think he's got that on the website, but we heard that because he heard it with his ears. And he said, did you hear that? And we played back and he said, I'm trapped. But anyway, so uh, I think that, and, and then Tammy Franks uh, also found that, that um, the, uh, the church, this the first church that was built here was on his land, and, and it was burned twice by outlaws. And uh, so I'm assuming that if the church was burned, the house may have been burned. So I don't know, but you know, it just kind of all fits together. It could, it could be that way. Yeah, definitely. And John, can you? She used the term EVP. Can you explain a little bit about what that is and, and move a little closer? Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so, so what EVP is is a electronic voice phenomena. So basically, if you want to use a recorder or a camcorder, any kind of recording device, and uh, play it back, it records on frequencies that our ears cannot hear. So you can ask questions and you know have a Q and A session. Play it back, and you can actually hear the responses on the uh, recording. So that's and what do we have do we have an EVP hooked up right now? Can we can we check it out? Can we see how it works? I, I do actually. Great. Let me, let me Great. So, and while he's doing that, um, let's. I want to just kind of draw attention to some of the equipment that we have go like right here. So this is. Let me see. That is the that is the machine that was that was beeping just a few minutes ago. 
and uh, it determines it determines activity. Um, do you see that lampshade, John? Yeah. John Williams. Yes, I do. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's kind of wild that it keeps flashing like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lampshade and the couch and the painting. Mm-hmm. 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 And what were you noticing with the painting? Uh, a lot of it looked like orbs and shimmering. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure even you know sometimes when you play things back or record them. Yeah. Now John John Bullard, <laughs> what is what is happening here with this device? So what it's doing right now, it's got a heat spike. Okay. So the temperature has risen. Obviously, the red right here will indicate mm-hmm. it. What it does, this is kind of like a Swiss Army knife for the paranormal. Uh, so it measures temperature, heat spikes, cold spikes. Also has a little thing that detects energy. The more you get close to it, it'll alarm and make this light up. Yeah. So that's kind of mm-hmm, neat. Mm-hmm. Now you see the 2.6 spike right here? Yes. And it went right back down to zero. Can yes. you bring it so a little closer? Kind of energy just flew through this to make that alarm. So this, it's hitting this device right here. And it's very rare that that goes from double zero all the way up to something. While we were up there, it hit a 6.0. Uh, so basically, if you stuck this in an electrical socket, it would do like 8.0 maybe 9.0 so for a 6.0 to just sit on this table some strong form of energy mm-hmm. went into this device and just you know this helps us validate what we do so if we capture an evp a voice and this goes off and one of our other devices goes off and you know it's all simultaneous it kind of just validates what we're trying to do yeah and i can validate it too just by saying that right now as i stand in this space my 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 temperature i'm like really hot <laughs> i'm getting uh-huh. like hot like Hot flashes almost. This went from 67 to 72. Uh, so, I mean, that's five degree increase in, uh, you know, 30 seconds. That's not usually normal. Could you so, bring you know, that EVP over to the, um, or the detector over to the lampshade or close to the lampshade? Mm-hmm. And see this right what, here? Yeah. And let's see what happened because we're seeing something going on. Hmm. Maybe if we just leave it there for a minute. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to put them on the spot. Yeah. They're really lovely, lovely spirits. That's me. Um, okay, so so let's let's look at your your EVP and and Alice, do you do you want to share any any of your experiences like you know anything that you have that you know as you're watching this this mm-hmm. is your home mm-hmm. is there any feeling that you're getting about about this being your space about like are you excited to see the the activity yeah i, I, I there there are two resident spirits here that are always here and th- we know that because the evps that we get you know when we know well you, you lily and eric and when i first talked to you you said her name is lily so whenever oh, they did the investigation of the land they found out that, that that one of the women early settlers was named elizabeth and she had a daughter named eliza so either of those could be lily you know could be lily but we we get uh those spirits all the time, and John can tell because the voice voice synthesizers, and uh, then we get a lot of uh, others that are, that come and go. And so, you know, I suspected that it was a portal uh, for that reason, and also uh, because uh, in that back bedroom, I've seen great big orbs of light just fly around that window, and I think I just I think that's probably an entry point or an exit point. And my neighbor uh, has, has seen that since she was a child. She always thought it was haunted from the time she was little because she said she would see those balls of light come out of there. And then oh, that's also where I saw that tunnel of light. So anyway, I've always thought it was um, um, a portal. But anyway, and I think I really was nervous. I was nervous when those <coughs> lights started coming on at night because I still don't know what those are. But uh, but uh, once I found out, you know, like Lily and Eric, and they're here all the time, and they're peaceful, and they're quiet. And I really feel like they're friends now. So, I mean, when I come in, you know, I'll speak to them, and, 
you know, hey, Lily, how are you? I can't see you, but let me know if you're here. And then uh, those little, well, I don't have it right now, but I had little electronic candles, and sometimes they'll come on. And, well, there's one of them right there. But, but and, and sometimes they'll, it'll be on when I come in. And I know, I've been down a week, and I know it couldn't have stayed on that long, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's kind of their way of communicating. But I really feel like they're friends, you know, Lily and Eric. And the rest of them, uh, I think, come and go. I, I really think they're here to help them move, transition, like to, mm-hmm. you know, wherever they go. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, uh, and can can you talk? So can you talk before we get into the EVP and 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 hear some of the some of that proof? Can you talk about about like spiritually what this has what this has signified? Uh, well, you know, I, I just think that dimension is real close to ours, and it's not just here. You know, it's all over the world. I think the portal is probably not all over the world, but the, but you know, I think the spirit dimension probably is pretty close to ours, and uh, and and it blades through. And I think what's happened is that they realize that with this equipment we can communicate and I think it's like a new experience for us and it's a new experience for them and I think they're trying really hard and we're trying really hard and and uh, I think that you know basically they're saying you know you don't have to be afraid of us and you know and we don't have to be afraid of them and so uh, I'm not afraid of them you know I still I'm puzzled by the lights at night and I am baffled by that but as far as like you know just uh, the the resonant spirits here I, I feel very uh, comfortable. And uh, one other thing I'd like to say is the reason, one other reason that I think they probably did die in a house fire is because a lot of the times when uh, I don't cook much, but when I did, like with my grandson, the, the oven will turn itself off. You know, we'll be making brownies or something, it'll turn off. And I'll say, George, those things are never going to get done if you keep turning off. And he'll say, I didn't do it. And so now I believe that he didn't do it and uh, because it's happened with other people. And then, uh, so I was telling John Bullard about it, and he said, well, if they die in the house fire, they may be trying to protect the house yeah. to turn the turn the uh, fire off, mm-hmm. you know. And, and then another thing, uh, I, think, I think they are trying to protect the house because uh, we've had people say that like they felt like they shouldn't be here like you know uh and leave like what we had a couple of placemen who wanted to spend the night out here just you know because it was interesting and they left in two hours but they said they saw a mist go by them and then they said they had this overwhelming sense of like dread like you don't need to be here because we weren't here i think they're trying to protect the space yeah and and, and, and another uh, another intuitive that i uh, talked to said that the male spirit uh was was bound and tied by a band of roving outlaws which has been documented that murdered the church, and he said he thinks he's trying to protect the house. Okay, hang on one second. So, John, we are... 14.0, 13.9, and back down to zero. Something just hit that really, 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 really strong. Yeah. Simultaneously, you see the heat spike, 2.6, yeah. down to a 2.8, 17.5. I've never seen it spike that high. Yeah. Now, John, when you're standing there, do you feel, do you feel heat? Do you? Ever since I've been over here, I've been sweating. I do have a jacket on in Mississippi. (laughs) But uh, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen this device do this in this house, to be honest with you. The the highest I've ever seen it in your house is a 2.0. I don't even know what's happening right now. Wow. (laughs) Uh, I mean, 9.0. I got it up to a 20.0. Wow. Yeah. I'm just going to hold on. Let me video this. Okay. It's, I feel like it's interfering in some of our equipment. My, my, like my phone, for example, just flashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen it do this. Um, so now let's, let's talk about, let's get the, isn't this exciting? Mm-hmm. We've, got, we've got some activity here. Um, so let's, let's get the EVP going. Okay. Now, how, 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 do we, how do we do that? That's a 33.1. Okay. So you can see we're not even touching it. Nothing's happening. It's doing that on its own. It's going really high and really low all at the same time. 30.6. So again, if you stuck it into, an, you know, you wouldn't stick something into an electrical outlet. 
But if you stuck this into an electrical outlet, it would read like a 9.0, maybe a 10.0. So for that read a 23 and a 33, that's very, 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 very high concentrated energy. Wow. So that's crazy. It, it feels it over here too. I have to say, like I'm, I'm really sensitive to energy, but I, I actually feel like a little lightheaded. Mm. And I feel like... Um, I feel like uh, like hot mm-hmm. um, and, and like foggy. My mind is actually getting really foggy right now. So so coming up with sentences is, is a little challenging. Um, so okay. so let's let's last night we had John had a uh, piece of equipment that was um, capturing voices and we would he would ask questions and and they would um, and they would answer. He asked you know how many people are here and you could very clearly clear. Hearly, yeah, you can very clearly hear the number three, um, and he asked what their names were, and you could very hear, clearly hear um, Lily, and they said our names as well. So that was it was pretty remarkable. So let's wow. let's look at this at this piece of equipment, and um, and and see what what it, what it, what we have. Now, what I'm showing you now is not from last night per se, but it's from the house, and these are cleared up EVPs that are going to be easy to hear. Uh-huh. Um, so I do have some raw stuff, and I'll talk to you about that later. Okay. We, did, we did capture some stuff last night that was pretty cool, cool uh, when you were trying to communicate with some spirits. I heard whispering with my own ears, and I vaguely caught that on the recorder. Yeah. So once I clean that up and clear it up, it's going to be really, really amazing. Cool. This is so exciting. So <clears throat> would it be better if I played it just off the recorder, or do you want this loud device to play it? I think the I think the loud device because if you can see this device and I'll, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna handhold hold some of this up oh, and not and not block my camera <laughs> but I'm gonna handhold some of this. Um, can you see me, John? Yes. Still? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, we're we're still good in yeah, the studio. Yeah, we're good. Uh huh. Okay, great, great. This is gorilla this is gorilla filmmaking <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> now you're doing excellent, excellent job. Okay. So these are our spirit boxes. So mm-hmm. what they do is they use radio frequency. Uh, they'll scan in forward and reverse. We usually have them scan in reverse about 150 milliseconds per second. So it just creates loud white noise. Uh, it produces a lot of energy. So in theory, uh, it makes it easier for them to communicate through. Okay, so this is just kind of a device for them to be able to talk to and communicate through. So let's start off with uh, the first recording. I'll play it a couple times and see if you guys can hear it in the studio. Thank you for the silence over there. Oh, by the way, when he said thank you for the silence, he was talking to spirit. <laughs> okay. Nobody turned anything off. Like that's the one thing. Like nobody's touching a single device here. We are, we are, you know, this, these are all being activated. And you can see that, you know, that's going back to double zero. It's quieted. It's almost like the energy's left off yeah. where it was. Okay. So I'm going to make it a little louder. So what this says is, hi, Kellen. Kellen is our female investigator. And uh, this is a recording that says, hi, Kellen. You kind of hear that right there. So let's do, I have three more real quick to play, if you don't mind. See if they're a little bit clearer. Now I'm about to play it again. The 
Did we lose you for a second there, Uh, Just for a sec, but we were back. Okay, Okay. good. Mm -hmm. The the picture, you can figure it out. That is not me. It's not the female in the room. That is an EVP. So let me play it one more time, and you can hear it. It's a very kind of creepy, very clear voice, okay? That is a spirit voice. Pretty clear. It's wild. Yep. So, so I wanted I want to just pause and, and just for a moment, um, you know, I, I know that there's as we're talking about this, about these this equipment and as we're kind of moving through the house and, and getting and seeing actual visible, tangible proof of some of this activity. I, th- I think it's important to also communicate that that this is this that, that in some ways it's a it's a gift for us on this side to realize that we are that we are still connected to the to the ones who pass over that they still want to participate in our lives and that they want to have relationships with us and that they're still a, a part of our a part of our our lives and they can be a part of our lives and i know for many people when a loved one crosses over or when there's a, a significant loss of that nature that you can feel alone and you can feel lost and 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 the, the, and and grieving for that that one who is on the other side and um and i think that the fact that that you know these spirits are so active here and the fact that you know alice is, is such a strong spiritual person um that you know that there are ways that they want to engage with us and, and can, and that you can do this in, in your own life. You can, you can communicate with your loved ones who've crossed over and with other spirits. And I, I feel like that's the gift that the Mississippi House offers, um, offers all of us, is that sense of understanding our interconnectedness and understanding the ways in which we, um, we can still relate to other dimensions and, and people on the other side. And, and you hear that, you know, that right now, as, I, as I've offered that message, that all of the equipment has turned off, it's gone silent, and, um, and, and it's almost as if we are here today delivering that message from spirit um, mm, mm, so, that, so that we can really, you know, that if, if you are grieving or if you, have, if you have that kind of a loss, that you, that you, can, you can really engage in a healing process and understand that they're connected to you and they're with you. So, and there they go, and they're they're with us right now, actually. Um, so, Alice, I, I want to bring you back up here for just a second, and 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 ask you about um, about you know about some of some of how this has shaped your own spiritual practice. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I live by myself, but I, but I, but this is. Is, has become a real sacred space, mm-hmm. a sacred space, and so uh, you know, if I, I meditate here is just real easy and natural, and I and I read to the spirits if I if there's something that's real uplifting, or, and last night one of them said something about prayer or something like that mm-hmm. because I do this routine prayer when I come in, and, and I, you know it's like a, a prayer of blessing for them and for us, and so uh, I, I feel like it just blends into meditation. I feel like you know uh, I just say out loud to them what I would say to myself, mm-hmm. but it's comforting really. Mm-hmm. Great, great. I think I think John's got John John Williams. Do you have any questions? And since we can't follow the the chat right now, do you have any questions or um, anything that's coming up for you on that side in the studio? Well, actually, I'm looking at the chat room. Everyone's really enjoying the show. And Robin has a question. She says, because they're so present, would it be possible for Rachel to speak with them? Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Actually, um, well, we can we can go over here to the to where they're very okay. active um, with this device, and uh, and I and I feel I feel like um, uh, and and I, I want to also just say before I, I get into the into the communication that there's that there's my their drain my phone is is has very very little juice so so hopefully we won't um, I won't lose you. Um, so the first thing I, I feel as I uh, as I, I, I kind of step into this space, I, I definitely feel a strong presence here. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's Lily. And the message that I get is that she has the message that I get, is that first of all, she's really excited about being on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that earlier. <laughs> That's why they're shining. Oh my god, she's like she's been nervous all day uh, because she feels like in many ways this is her debut. Yep, yep. Uh, and she also she wants to say that this is oh my god, she's like a real performer. She's like she's like a show. She's like a show woman. <laughs> she's saying. Uh, she's saying. Uh, she's. They've been quiet all morning, and uh, and they say that they've been all talking backstage, almost like uh, people who are about ready to go up on yeah. on, on a on a first show. Yeah, yeah. And um and she says that she likes to be the star of things, but she really wants to pass the baton to Alice. She really wants Alice to be the star. Aww. Um, she said that Alice spends so much time giving uh giving your you spend so much time giving giving your attention away and putting the spotlight away from you, and she says that. And you can see there's a lot of activity here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's saying she's saying that she really wants Alice and John to be uh, to be in the spotlight um, because they have given her a voice and oh. they've given um, they've given that that other realm the voice. On on the Mississippi House website, there's a quote from from Alice from Ms. Alice, and and she says that she thinks that the veil between the two worlds is thinning. And uh, and and that we are we are in a time right now where we're we're getting we're we're getting the opportunity to really connect more with our loved ones from uh, who have crossed over to the other side and and spirits who um, who are still very much want to remain um, integrated into our lives and uh, and 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 so Lily offers uh, she's she's standing by Alice now so uh, so we might actually even see a little bit of glowing light. Um, Around Alice, uh, she's saying that that there's uh, that uh, uh, she's saying that that um, that that message that that Alice is a is a proper Christian, and that's the word she uses. Alice is a proper Christian, mm-hmm. and she uses the word proper. She's a Southern proper Christian, and she says that because of that, uh, Alice is uh, has the spiritual um, center to be able to uh, to go into the in into the inquiry ask the questions that she needs to ask in order to um to get answers and to to give them to the world she actually really wants you alice to start writing and she wants you to start telling your story and to being more vocal she says just like i'm uh just like lily is the queen of the castle queen of the house she said you need to see yourself as the queen of not just the castle but of of this area she feels like she's right behind me now again um, it feels like she's uh, she's actually like very uh, I feel her uh, very present here. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I say that, I want to just like draw your attention to this little device here that's going crazy. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, and and I and now she's pointing to John. She says, John, there's something that you, John Bullard, you, is she saying that there's something that you want to say or is there something that you want to contribute right now? Um, I just, you know, uh, I'm glad that it happened during the podcast, but I just, you know, for people who aren't into the uh, paranormal and don't really know what all the bells and whistles mean, uh, for, you know, what just happened over there with the spike of energy, um, you don't see that every day. You won't see that on TV every day. Um, and you have to understand those people film for two or three days at a time to get the little small stuff they get. So um, we're really blessed to be able to uh, have seen that in person. Wow. Um, so I, I, I'm kind of speechless a little bit. So I don't know what else <laughs> to say. Awesome. Great, great. Uh, we have another thing in the bedroom too. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna take take you into into the bedroom, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and and this is a this is a this is a spot in the an area in the house that has that like you walk into it, John Williams. Uh huh. And it's like, ah, it's like there's a lot of energy here. Wow. <laughs> so, um, so what, what, what is happening? And, and you can see like, there's, there's a, there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, of, uh, I even, you know, even it, so what happens for me is because I'm very sensitive to energy. Mm-hmm. What happens for me is that I get a little lightheaded and I get a little, like, I feel almost like I'm going to, like you, you would, if you were going to pass out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the sense that I get. It's very, um, it's a little disconcerting. So, so I'm going to let John talk about okay. some of his equipment. Do we have any other questions in the chat? Not I'll... yet. No. Okay. Great. Great. All right. So I'm going to be Vanna White for a minute. <laughs> so this is our REM pod, and I will tell you, this is pretty awesome as well because this is totally drained. This is dead now. You heard it going off yeah. earlier. Uh, so what this usually does when there's batteries in it, you'll see there's little lights right here four of them. One's blue, green, yellow, and orange. Uh, and it just kind of signifies the uh, the strength of the energy. So as something comes closer to it, it's kind of like a Simon says, it'll kind of light up to let us know there's some kind of energy present. Um, and the, light, the stronger it lights up, obviously the heavier the energy is or the closer the energy is. Um, you know, I had this set up last night. <clears throat> we, it didn't do anything during our investigation. Ever since I've had it in the bedroom here, it has not shut up. And I came in here now and it is it's totally dead. Mm. So something's draining the, yeah. the battery. And I'll just I'll just confirm that. So so yeah, last night he had it on the table and it was doing nothing, like no noise whatsoever. So um, so it's it's been and and you know we've heard it uh, throughout the entire podcast today. Mm. So wow, yeah. yeah. And this is the uh, <clears throat> this is the ovulus. So as you were saying about the apps and whatnot, yeah. Uh, this is the word phonetic generator. I believe it has fifteen hundred to two thousand words in it somewhere along there, okay. uh, but it just picks up energy and you get kind of transforms the different types of energies into uh, one spoken words. Uh, the word that is up right now says affair. So not sure what that's about. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> affair, it says? A-F-F-A-I-R? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, great device. We've had a lot of success with this. And again, you know, the words we capture on camcorder, the words we capture on digital voice recorder, the words that pop up right here, all the bells and whistles going off. We just use all these tools to help validate what we do because more of the stuff that connects, it just, you know, it's it's positive for what we do. So. And John, how has this affected your spirituality and your spiritual practice? A lot. You know, we've been to a lot of places all over the United States, and I can say that this house is the most consistently active place that I've ever been. Uh, I've had the most intelligent responses. Every one of my investigators' names has been called several times. I've had dreams about this house. So this house has really kind of 
broaden my horizon of everything that I do with the paranormal. And I feel like there's something here that's going to be documented, like a full body apparition. I feel like it's just going to take time, but I feel like this can uh, shed some real light on the uh, the whole paranormal world. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, some questions are coming through. One is asking, okay. uh, can you speak to the reason why the spirits stay instead of crossing over? Is there a particular reason for these spirits Mm. I will. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna move into the other room and answer the questions. Just okay. Because I want to plug my phone in. Um, okay. Before we we yes. answer, answer those questions, and John, actually, maybe we could take a really tiny short break okay. while I do that, so that I can work out a couple of sure. technical things that are happening here. Okay. Uh, so let's take a let's take a, like a, a two minute song break, and we'll come back and answer your questions. Okay. Great. And will you be able to find a picture of Lily anywhere? Um, we can, we can try. Okay. Um, uh, we can try. Yeah. All right. We, I don't think we have a picture of her, but, but, um, but yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see what we can pull up. Sounds good. All right. We'll go <laughs> to a music really break, break and we'll come back. Okay. All right. Mix of today's hits 
your sound. This is the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network at UBNRadio.com. Okay. I think we're back. We're back. Great. I had to plug in my, my phone because it was, it was draining battery as fast as we were talking. Um, and, uh, and in case you're, you're just now tuning in, we're, I'm with Alice Jackson and John Bullard, and we are at the Mississippi House, which uh, you can find online at MississippiHouse.net. And John Bullard is a paranormal investigator, and you can find him at SmokeAndMirrorsPI.com. Mm-hmm. Great, great, wonderful. And John, um, John Williams, yes. uh, you mentioned that we have a few questions in the chat, correct? Yes, we were asking earlier about, can you speak to the reason why the spirits stay instead of crossing over? Is there a particular reason for these particular spirits staying? Mm-hmm. And if there is a picture of Lily anywhere? Yeah, and we and Alice, we don't have a picture of Lily? We've, we've gotten the names of, of people named Elizabeth in that era, but we don't know for sure. Yeah, and, and it's around the 1800s, is that correct? 1850? From early to mid 1800s, I think they settled a little bit before 1850, but that family was still here. Yeah. Mm, okay. And and with in your experience with these spirits, do you do you have any? Do, do they offer you any kind of information about why they're here or why they haven't well, crossed over? Well, you know, uh, I, I did talk to another intuitive, you know, psychic. He didn't like that word, but he is. And uh, but he he said that the, um, that Lily and Eric, the resident spirits, you know, successfully crossed over. That they, they died, they successfully crossed over. And he said that when you die, you still have jobs to do, you still have lives. You know, you're not just static, singing on a cloud or anything. You really have lives. And so he said they chose to come back to help these lower spirits in this portal to make it, um, you know, like that there are different levels and they make it on. And he said that their job, they chose that as a job to be here to help the lower spirits move on. And, and I feel like maybe that's true because at different times, you know, you told me like today, I mean, yesterday, you said you felt like child spirits. Yes. Sometimes we get those. And then we'll have things like, uh, we had a stuffed teddy bear disappear for three weeks, totally disappeared, you know, and I mean, really. And then it, then it came back at another location. And so I asked this uh, intuitive who lives here that's my friend, and he said that a child spirit took it to, uh, to be comforted until she transitioned on. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and he also said that, that he believes that Lily and Eric, the resonant spirits, you know, keep the mischief down in case there's a mischievous spirit or something. But he said that they, they, this is their place and that's their job. That's mm-hmm. what he said. Mm-hmm. Make, it kind of makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and I think, you know, just to follow piggy up, uh, pig, piggyback up on that, I, I don't, I think that, you know, there are so many mysteries that we, we don't we don't have answers to and that we won't have answers to um, and, until we actually get over on, on the other side. And so I think, you know, whenever whenever we have spirits that engage with us on the physical level, <coughs> they make us cough. <laughs> that um, that that it's it's an opportunity for us to to kind of get a, a glimpse into the mystery and and to really I, I think for me personally it just it just helps me to understand how much I don't know, and and how much um, you know the how much uh, how much how rich this dimension is and 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 how it's part of um, so many others. <coughs> yeah, John, did you have something you wanted to share? <laughs> no, okay. Okay. I'm gonna step out for one second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll write it back. Great, great. And John, do we have any other questions in the chat? <laughs> no, not at this point. Okay. Great. Great. Well, I think you know. So, so let's let's talk a little bit um, about uh, let's talk a little bit about what 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 you would what you're feeling in terms of this house. I mean, 
what's next for it? Well, you know, I don't know. People have asked me. Sometimes at work I would talk about it. They'd say, oh, you know, they hear the EVPs and they say, that's very scary, real spooky. Why don't you sell your house? And I think... I think I can't sell my house. I think that I'm a part of it. I think that I think I'm here. I think I need to be here. I think I was put here. I had no interest in the, the paranormal until we moved here, but I feel like I was put here for a purpose. And the and um the first time you know that I really I mean that I had that experience that was life changing about the place was when yeah you know, I was I was doing a prayer meditation. I was really deep into this meditation of healing for a friend, and uh, and then a light came on. So I opened my eyes, and there was that tunnel of light at the at the foot of the bed and it scared me to death. I mean, it really did. It was the most unnerving, uh, unexplained experience of my mm -hmm. life. I mean, it really literally was life altering. It just, it scared me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I was in meditation when it happened. And so I thought, well, God, I was talking to you and you know, I'm here. <laughs> so you must have put me here for a reason. You know what's going on. And I don't understand it, but you do. So, so I felt like I've had a place here ever since. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Tell tell us a little bit. You've used you've said spirit orbs, and mm -hmm. you've talked about the tunnel of light. Mm -hmm. Can you describe what what those are for people who who aren't familiar with those terms? Orbs. Or? Okay. Uh, when when I first moved here, I didn't know what an orb was. I didn't know what an orb was. But when when I, that tunnel happened, and I decided that I had to get it investigated, I was talking to my friend uh, who was here just a little bit ago. But anyway, so uh, she came out, and uh, she was here with her grandchildren, and uh, they just started snapping pictures and so whenever uh, i looked at them they all had these white balls in them and so the pictures had the white pictures had well. white balls and so somebody said those are orbs i didn't know what an orb was but i looked it up on the internet mm -hmm. and so i took a picture and they were like white balls they had like people in cemeteries and people in haunted places and there were white balls on them. and i said well that's what's in these pictures you know that's what's in these pictures and so uh, i mean they show up as, as White balls, and and we've got video of them, you know, moving across, and we've seen, we've had people actually see them with their eyes move across as balls, you know, as balls of light, and I've seen hundreds of balls around that window, balls of light, and there was absolutely nothing in that room that was plugged in, there was nothing, nothing, and then I walked outside, and they were on the outside, balls of light, and there was nothing that they could have been, you know, that could could have caused a light. So uh, they're they're guys. Sometimes uh, they they. Uh, when they're videoing, they say uh, moving flashes of light, like that thing they saw, mm -hmm. you know, like y'all saw. But with that, they have seen those since the day they first came to investigate in 2011, because I read back over the transcript earlier, and I'd forgotten about it because it was a long time ago, And uh, but it was written out, and it said that they caught uh, uh, balls of light or shooting light in every room in the house, and so you're still getting those, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost every time they come, somebody gets those. Wow. Tell yeah, I'm showing, some, I'm showing some orbs as we're talking. Really? Yeah. So they can okay, see so a what, bit. what, John, where are you seeing the orbs? No, no, no I'm showing some pictures from oh, orbs. Great. Oh, yeah, okay, so good, people good. know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Um, what, what kind of investigation, have, what kind of, have you had teams of investigation? I know John has been out okay. here. The, the first time uh, that I had investigated, I called a local reporter. His name was Darren Dita, and he had won an Emmy for, luck, for, for paranormal investigative he wanted Emmy for that, so I knew he had experience with it. And so he said, "Would you like to have it televised? You know, an investigation?" That was the first time that ever happened. So I said, "Sure." So Mississippi Paranormal Society from Vicksburg came out, and then John came the same day, and I thought that's who it was. And I said, "Well, come on in, whatever." And then I found it that he just came on his own, and so but he's been here ever since. And they had, and uh, Mississippi Paranormal Society has come out once, so you know, so they've done that. And uh, and then uh, uh, Southern Mississippi, Southern Paranormal Mississippi. 
they saw an, an interview that we had with uh, Walt Grayson, who's a local newscaster, and he's done this before too. And they saw that interview, and they, they saw that where John said that it's one of the most active places they've ever, that he's ever been, most consistent. <laughs> so they came out, and uh, and, and uh, so they're going to come out Saturday tomorrow night, and with you, and mm -hmm. you'll be here because they're really excited to have you work with them and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be really yeah. exciting. And I think we're going to try to get. Your house right there. There's there's a light we called just the other night. That was yeah. like a two or three oh. days ago. Yeah. Um, We'll we'll have to well there's a there's a light John John is showing us a picture of a light that was um, oh that, yeah this mm -hmm. was a flash of light that was caught in the house just mm. a couple nights ago mm -hmm. um, in in the bedroom upstairs so um, mm. so well another interesting experience that John had and I'm just, just recently and I'm thrilled because I've been telling people about all these weird lights at night. And I'm, I mean, I could just, oh, I can't tell y'all why is it not? But anyway, he, when he was up there, I wasn't here, but he was up there with another investigator. And so they, 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 were, they had the door closed and the light out. And he said, all of a sudden, this blast of blinding white light came under the door and around the door. And he didn't have a clue what it was, but he, but he had everything videotaped down here. And so when you look back at that videotape, uh, he had night vision on. And you can see everything in the room is real quiet. And all of a sudden, this burst of light just lit up the whole room. And, even went up there. That's what he saw under the door. But you know, that's what I'm talking about. Just, just weird experiences with light. So mm -hmm. that's the uh, that's the first time that's ever happened that I've noticed. But um, I've seen uh, colored lights, like you know, maybe a ball. You know, I've seen blue, red. Mm -hmm. uh, but I saw a blue ball, and it was emanating like blue light rays out. I don't have a clue what that was. I'm not even sure that's ghost related. That may be something else. But, but uh, and then uh, I've, I've seen. Uh, I've been awakened at night, and at the foot of my bed there was something emanating like uh, foggy strobe lights, and it was throwing light rays up against the back of the bed and it would rotate and it would and it would do it at different seconds and, and, it, and that, that kind of stuff really does um, unnerve me. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. It startling. Really does. I, I don't even mm -hmm. think, I don't even know if that's ghost related. I think that might be another energy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But that, that, I'm not afraid of the spirits, you know, but I am a little unnerved by the lights at night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and then I can just say, you know, uh, visiting here and and being here that you know for the skeptics out there there's nothing out outside of of this house that would be casting these kinds of lights there's nothing inside the house that is is a uh, you know no electronic products that are glowing in the middle of the night nothing like that that um some of these these experiences that she's talking about are they they, they can only be explained by by the paranormal and could I say real quick? Sure. I've had other people stay here. One per, one person in particular, and uh, I asked her after all this was happening, you know, because I knew she'd stay here, if she had ever experienced any anything at night in the lights. Mm -hmm. And her face just—I mean, I mean, it was just uh, relief. And she said that she thought she had gone insane. She said she thought she was hallucinating because she was she was so stressed and she was going through a divorce. And she said, "I thought I'd completely lost my mind." And she said, "I never told anybody about it." But she described. Uh, lights that, that mm -hmm. happened like I have. And she said that uh, it was so bright by the window that she thought somebody must be outside, you know, shining light in. And so she got up and looked and it was pitch black outside. And she said it happened like three times that night. And she said she never told a soul because she thought she was hallucinating. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. Now, do we have anything to fear from the spirits is another question. No, okay. no, no. I, I don't think so. And also the other thing is that we are always in control. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we can, we can, we're, we can always protect ourselves. And, and so if you, you know, if you have an experience where there's a spirit that's, that's in your space and, and you want, and you don't want it there, you know, you, you have uh, the, the word, the word dominion comes to my mind. Mm -hmm. um, you can say, please leave or leave, or you can be really forceful about it. Um, 
And and what I hear you saying, Alice, is that that you feel protected by these spirits, and there is a sense of of companionship and a sense of of mutual like they they want to, it's almost as if they want to help each other. So so in your case, there are actually Alice, there are actual um, two two spirits, and then there's ghosts that are that are that are there as well that are sort of crossing over, and those two spirits are sort of working as gatekeepers to sort of help with the portal. That, that's what I've been told okay. by intuitive, and uh, and it makes perfect sense to me because they're always there ever since they've gotten the face they've gotten with Eric and Lily, and and actually they've even gotten the night, gotten them southern rooms because one time John was using the spirit box and he said, "Who are we speaking with?" Because we could hear this male voice, and it clearly said Eric, and he's got that on his website, Eric, and they they will answer to that. So you know we call them Eric and Lily, and then uh, we get uh, these other voices that are coming out. You, you'll hear and maybe never hear that one again. You know we can hear that real deep voice. You know John's got some of those. And, uh, or just different voices like the picture you'll figure it out. I'm not sure about that. You know who that was, mm-hmm. but some of those just come and go. So mm-hmm. I, I, that, that's what I. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah, and and I think if, if you know, in my experience, mm-hmm. if you know, if there are mischievous spirits or there are spirits that don't don't feel feel good because you can feel it in your body when yeah. something is you know is is heavy or if something is not that you don't want it around. Um, just like people, you know, just like there yeah. are some people that you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to be in the dark alley with right. you or, you know, that, you know, there are so many things that you could do. You could put salt, like you could do like get blessed salt, mm-hmm. um, holy water, sage, mm-hmm. uh, there are you know, cedar, all Palo Santo. You can get so many things to, uh, to clear your space. And we actually did a little bit of that last night. We burned some frankincense and myrrh and and mm-hmm. kind of cleared cleared out and and, and renewed the space. Great. So um, yeah, so so there there again we have we have power. Yeah. We have con- we have control in this dimension, and uh, and 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 you can be safe. You can be safe. This has been an excellent show, Rachel. Yes, Thank you I know so it is. Much, we're out of time. I, I realize we're out of time. Um, and so Thank you, John. I will, po- I will post our starstruck segment i will record it a little in just a minute and i will post it and uh, that way you know how to make the most of each day this week wonderful uh, but it's, it's kind of perfect leading into a weekend where the moon's in scorpio uh that we've been tackling some of these mysteries and and really uh on on this journey together so yeah. i want to thank uh thank john bullard yes Bye, thank guys. you john and thank alice thank you alice and thank lily and eric for being with us and next week, we'll be back. We've got an eclipse show next week. So we'll Woo-hoo. be talking about the eclipse and some of the March energies. So thank you, John. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Safe travels. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe 24 hours of music and talk radio without limits that's why people keep coming back for more that's ubnradio.com it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.